Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. This week on Wealth Made Simple, we're talking about the building blocks that help you create financial freedom. And I think that's a very important topic because building blocks in itself, Kieran, uh, is what helps create a sustainable business and enterprise and wealth. I think it's one of those topics that the dream for a lot of people is financial freedom. And yeah, so yeah, how much how much money do you need to be happy, Shaz? It depends. Okay, let let me rephrase that. How much money do you need to consider yourself financially free? I think uh, it depends on what one's outgoings are. So if you asked me that yeah. question, let's say 20 years ago, yeah. uh, the answer would have been different uh, to what it, what it is today. And I, I tell you why, because as you progress in life, I mean, we, we, always, we don't always, but we, t- we talk about this regularly, as in somebody gets a 50% or 100% pay rise and they say, oh, life's going to be very different now. And like I was saying to you on the way here, the restaurant food tastes better, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, okay. yeah. And the clothes fit better, don't they? Always. Okay. And the car drives better, doesn't it? Okay. Yep. And the house probably feels warmer as well. Uh, but the bank balance... Stays the same. Stays the same, doesn't it? Yeah, Cause yeah it really does. the more that comes in, the more that goes out, up to a certain level. Yes. Uh, so the number today that I'd share with you is probably... I th- I'd say 10 times bigger than what it would have been 20 years ago. Yeah. Because now you've got a, a bigger house, more cars and bigger cars to run. Uh, in my case, private school fees to pay and everything else that comes with it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's always easy to improve. I don't know, okay. It's, it's always comfortable uh, and enjoyable to some extent when you improve and enhance the quality of your life. Yeah. There's a bigger house, bigger car, whatever it might be, or, or it doesn't have to be bigger, but bigger doesn't mean better, something different that, that you want. Uh, and it's not so enjoyable when it goes the other way around. Yeah. If well, that makes sense, yeah? So you get comfortable being comfortable, don't you? You do. And uh, to, to then change that uh, is very hard. I, I think... By, by and large, it's a mindset thing and a a discipline thing. Um, for example, you know, my house is worth a little over £250,000. I've got a mortgage on that. Um, I pay my mortgage monthly. I've got my bills that go with that. Yeah, but I don't live an extravagant lifestyle, but I don't, you know, also necessarily scrimp and save every month. Yeah, I, I don't do terribly but we drove past a house that was for sale the other day and i mean it's stunning yeah it's up for sale for 30 million pound wow 
the amount they need to be comfortable and to have a lifestyle and to pay their mortgage if they've got it's a mortgage on a pro- is a very different figure. You know, the figure I need compared to the figure they need. So what I'm getting at is the amount you need to be financially free depends on three things. Your personal circumstances, whether you've got kids, what jobs you've got, what other forms of income you've got, what passive income you've got, what generated income you've got, what businesses you own, if you own any businesses, and your lifestyle, what quality of lifestyle you have, what you're prepared to sacrifice. Because don't get me wrong, there's always got to be a degree of sacrifice. And compromise, yeah. And compromise. And how disciplined you are. And once you combine all of those, it's it's a very individual and personable amount that you need. I'm, I might dis- decide that if I suddenly get an influx of, you know, £100,000, £200,000, £300,000, I'm going to blow it on a holiday and my lifestyle is going to say exactly the same apart from that holiday. It's going to be the world's one of the best holiday I've ever been on in my life. Or I might incrementally increase the quality of my life over a period of time, meaning that my outgoings slightly increase comparative to the amount of money I've got in my savings. So now, now, as you said, the restaurant food tastes better. The clothes fit better. The car drives nicer. All of these things because you, and you know, we all do it. You, you get a bit of money in, you get a bit of you know, wealth in, and suddenly you want to celebrate. You want to you know, reward yourself because that's what we do. So you reward yourself. You don't, you don't just go out to that restaurant once, do you? You go out to that restaurant once a month. Which is, well, interesting yeah. you say that, uh, and, and you're right. Most of us are like that. And Charlie Munger, who most people won't know, but when you mentioned yeah. Warren Buffett, yeah, most people do know, because uh, Warren was the face and better at marketing himself, I'd say, than Charlie was, uh, died at the age of 99, uh, and he'd have been 100 next month. Uh, and I started watching his interview, and I've not finished it, but. He lived in the same house, yeah, for a long time. And drove the same car, a bit like people know about Warren Buffett. Same car, yeah. Uh, and uh, Warren Buffett's not a big fan of uh, flying private jets either. Until he bought a share into that private jet company, NetJet, yeah, or NetJet or whatever it's called, and. Um, Charlie despised that because uh, his uh, mode of transport was, okay, uh, and for him, he said it's a luxury, was travelling by train and at best first class. Yeah. And he said people just aren't disciplined enough. This is a billionaire talking. Yeah. People aren't disciplined enough. And we're going to talk about some of the things, not that he shares, but the, which are... In line with his philosophy as well, uh, and I mean, I don't know about you, Kieran, but uh, if I had that level of wealth, I'd, I'd just, I just I wouldn't have the uh, discipline that Charlie's got. Or no, had. no, I I I one hundred percent no, I would not. I would have yeah. If I had that level of wealth, yeah, there would be holidays. There would be you know time abroad. There would be. And a nice house in a nice area. I'd possibly have it built myself so that I can have exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be a custom design house. It would be a house of exceptional beauty. 
I would put all of, and all of that is cost on cost on cost on cost on cost. But you're a billionaire, you can afford it, right? And, but if you take that back to the macro level, you know, if you're on, say, you know, average UK salary, £30,000 a year, and suddenly you get, you know, double, triple your wage coming into your, into your home, do you live the same lifestyle? Or do you have the discipline to go, actually, I know I can live on 30000 a year, so all that extra goes into investments, savings, growing my wealth, growing my financial base. To make tomorrow easier To make tomorrow easier. Or bigger and better, whatever the word. But you've want. got to have that discipline. And that's hard because when you get a success like that, you share it with your friends, your family, your, your, your loved ones. And suddenly everyone's like, oh, oh you're, you're doing well. Oh, can we just, do you fancy doing this? Do you fa-? And suddenly, and it will be little costs that add up that you don't realize. They'll be, they'll be invisible costs. What's the first thing that you do, Kieran, after you realize you just won 100 million on the lottery? If you do the lottery. I don't, as you know, but I don't I think um, you do either. But if, if, if no. you were to, hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking, first thing I would do... Um, Set up a trust fund in the business. No, um, you wouldn't. And go on holiday. No. <laughs> you, you've not been, been paying attention, have you? She's two weeks away and look what happens to you. Christmas. Look what happens. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? I know. Oh, no. We need to spend more time together again. Uh, the first thing you do, you ring all your family and all your friends. And tell them, I've got a massive problem. Okay. And I need a hundred grand or whatever the figure might be. And I really need it tomorrow. And then you see them drop off one by one, bang, 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 because most of them don't, won't, or can't lend you money. Yeah. So now you've had that interesting but odd conversation, okay? Uh, and people, people might argue it's unethical, but as you know, I'm, I'm just yeah, yeah, making yeah. it into a joke yeah. more than anything else uh, and sharing uh, an important point. Uh, and, and then they find out you won the lottery. And then they say, oh, no, I can't, blah, blah, blah. And then they find out the day after you won the lottery, well... They ain't going to be ringing you in a hurry and saying, oh, can you lend me 100 grand now? Because two days before they said to you, or a day before, I, I can't do it for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, true. You know? uh, and so that's the first thing you're going to do, by the way, when you win that lottery. Okay? I, I, so when you ring me and then I say, I need 100 grand, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll know. It's being transferred. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm sending the money now. Send me bank details. Yeah. But... It is what it is, and, and you're right. So people want to want to share that and and do what they like. But again, something interesting. I was watching yesterday, and I was. I mean, it depends what one's interested in. Uh, is is picking up uh, business lessons. Frank Williams, yes, you know Williams, yeah, the Formula One racing team, uh, and how kind of he started and what happened. And and the the big thing I picked up from him then. There's many lessons, by the way, is perseverance. So many years in the sixties and the seventies, Kieran. Okay, Williams wasn't going anywhere. No, I no, they were at the bottom of the barrel. Didn't win a single Grand Prix. Okay, in those years. Now, most people, including me, would have said, "Saw this for a game of soldiers." Yeah, let's find something else. But he stuck to it, and I think well, I don't remember the exact year now, but in the, I think in the late seventies, they started winning. Okay, changed the slight design of the car, so they say, uh, and then started winning. And yeah. then for people from our era, 
uh, we recall a, a guy called Nigel Mansell. Nigel Mansell. And he comes along and the rest is history. But yeah. that long haul though, and we've talked mm. about it so many times and this is one of the things about, about the building blocks of financial wealth, financial wealth, which is perseverance and small, okay, and tiny steps over a long period of time. Now, slow and long people don't like when it comes to financial uh, wealth. No, they, they want it straight away. They want, they want, they want yeah. it instantly, instant no one, gratification. No one wants to do the hard miles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, everybody wants to, uh, say everybody, the majority of people want it fast. They just can't come fast enough. Yeah, and, and hence the phrase, get rich quick. Get rich quick or die trying, yeah. I think is the full phrase. Yeah. And no, get rich slow. Yeah, because ab- observe, the, observe the, the masses, masses and do the opposite. The masses are trying to do it quick and we know quick doesn't work. Yeah. and Apart from certain circumstances, uh, we should go uh, down other yeah. episodes. Yeah. The, the thing is, whenever we say, you know, get rich, don't get rich quick, you can't get rich quick. Yeah. Yes, there are exceptions to the rule. We all acknowledge there are exceptions to the rule, but it's not the rule. It's not the general rule, and it's not the general rule for the majority of people. So, you know, take, take it for what it is. Yes, you might be the one person in a million that gets rich quick. Okay, great. Good, good for you. I hope you do well. I hope you hold on to it. Because financial literacy, I, I, th- I think, you know, the building blocks of financial freedom come with, you know, education, discipline, perseverance, and um, small incremental steps. Well, that's this episode done now. So we've got yeah. another uh, forty-five <laughs> minutes. We can talk about something else. But no, but you're I right. mean, yeah, to, yeah. To, to take a slightly deeper dive on that, it's if you can't manage a hundred pounds, and you know, the second someone gives you a hundred pounds, you spend it. You can't manage two hundred pounds. How do one thing? How do Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Because you do, and we get a lot of naysayers that say, oh, yeah, but I'll never be financially free. I'll never manage my money properly. Uh, you know, the second it comes in, it's going out. I've got more month at the end of the bills. You know, all of these excuses. And, you know, people might be angry at me for using that word, but it's an excuse. Because I do truly believe that if you have the discipline, budget, look at your account every day. And, and that's key. Every day. Look at it every day. Know to the penny what is going in, what is coming out. And I promise you there are places – Yeah, how often do you go out and get yeah, a, a, a coffee? £3.75. How often do you eat out? Do you shop at the cheapest supermarket? It's the single thing that's going to have the quickest impact for anybody. Monitor Look at the your outgoings account. and then list them out, okay, day by day, week by week, month by month, okay, mm-hmm. Quarter by quarter, year by year, and for the whole year, why? Is that how much money I'm bleeding yeah. on this thing here? I use the word bleeding on purpose. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Do I really need that? Yeah. Okay, and you're gonna. Everybody, everybody can save something substantial yeah. based on whatever uh, in- income that they have. I've had conversations sure. with people where you, know, you you look at their outgoings and it's like, okay, well, you've got gym 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 membership. When was the last time you went to the gym? Exactly. And you know, they're sat there going, well, well, no, no, I need it because I do go to the gym. I, I, go, I, w- I went to the gym three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Yeah. Okay. But when you went to the gym, what did you do? Did you go on the treadmill? If you did, go for a walk. Go for a run. The streets are free. Well, they're not, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. 
uh, I lifted some weights. Okay. Maybe at home you don't have, you know, the big weight machines and you can't put on the big weights. Do you have any books? Do you have a bucket? Do you have some tins of baked beans? You can improvise. Um, there are... But there's quite a few parks now, even here yeah. in Peterborough, okay, where they've got equip- outdoor equipment which you can use. Yeah. yeah. So, and but, plenty of it, by the way, depending on, on, on which park you go to. But yeah, but... they call po- an outdoor gym or something. Outdoor gyms, yeah. But the point is that, yes, going to the gym is nice. I... I personally do enjoy going to the gym and I enjoy going on a regular basis. I'm getting to go more now because I'm now at the wrong right side of the day for my circadian rhythm. You're liking, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, and so that that's good for me. And I'm not begrudging anyone going, but I'm saying if you need to cut costs somewhere, that's the first place you can go. Yeah. Oh, I need my Netflix account. I need my Sky account. I need... Okay, yeah, you need entertainment. You want entertainment. Sure. I'm not going to begrudge anyone that. But do you need all of them? You know, do you need yep. Disney Plus, Sky, Sky Go, Netflix, Amazon, Paramount Yeah, but you spend Plus. an hour and a half deciding what you're going to watch. By that time, you could have watched yeah. something. There are about oh. 17 different... Um, exaggeration. Yeah. But yeah. there's loads of streaming services out there, and you've probably got a subscription to all of them. I would genuinely look at which ones you are using. What do you go on first? Well, track it. Track it. Write trace it down. It, for write a it, down. it sounds boring and monotonous and tedious, but but it's, you're right. it's it's the way and, it's the yeah. way you'll save money. Yeah. So and that eight ninety nine nine ninety nine a month, yeah. fifteen ninety nine a month, whichever subscription you have, fifteen ninety nine a month is you know a little under two hundred pound a year. Yeah, yeah, and people complain about paying the license, TV licensing fee. Well, yeah, you you're paying that fee for a subscription. Yeah. So you're right. So that, that that's the very important building block. See what's coming in and what's going out, and monitor and manage that. Okay, according to uh, whatever outcome that you yeah. want, which is ex- extremely important. Yeah, and this isn't just about money management. This is about self management. Yeah, because you need to be disciplined in yourself. You need to choose yourself what you are prepared to. Hundred percent. Because. Getting financially free is possible for everyone, and success leaves clues. We've said that loads of times. Yes, and yeah, the the first clue is education, discipline, and self management will breed money management. Money management will be, breed an an influx of money and a positive have a positive net effect on your bank balance, and that positive net effect on your bank balance will lead to financial freedom. But here's an interesting one. I was talking to a client today who's very wealthy, doesn't need to work ever again uh, if he chooses to, but he's an entrepreneur. Of course he's, he's, yeah, of course he's, he's going to. doesn't know how and, to stop. Yeah, and we were talking about a particular deal in property, uh, and we worked out the numbers, okay, uh, and it went into a few million and he was talking about refinancing and all that kind of stuff so he can get all his money back. And he can get a margin as well, but he said, I don't want the margin. I'll just rather leave it there because I've got enough cash to, to invest. And uh, look at the rental income, paying out the cost of debt and everything else. What's left over? 75 grand. Okay, and we said, okay, there might be some one or two of the costs that come up every year because okay, there's yeah. 25 word flats uh, and six commercial units. Uh 
I Sounds said, like a nice deal. It is you know, a very nice deal. And I said, yeah, you're probably left with 50 grand, okay, to be on the safe side uh, every year. He said, what do you reckon? I said, that's good. Because you've got 50 grand coming in every single year. It'll be higher, by the way. It'll be 75 yeah. to 100, but let's call it 50. Uh, and then that's net without you doing anything. I said, in your case, that's a couple of nice holidays. Yeah. Okay? Paid for you and your family. Uh, for other people, obviously, 50 grand would do a lot more for them. But in his case, a couple of, couple of nice holidays a year. So that's paid for. Or private school fees for you, for your children or a child. Uh, and I said, then over, over a 10-year period, you've got the capital appreciation as well. Uh, and some increase in the rental yield. Interest rates might change and come down at some point and you refinance and fix it. So that there's a bigger margin. I think it's good. You know what he said? You're absolutely right. I agree 100% with that particular philosophy. It's This is what, okay. And I said, you, you do one or two of these every single year, which he does. And, and, yeah. and, and uh, or he's going to do because you're doing other stuff as well, which builds it up. And you, and yeah. I said, I've, I haven't got the time. I said, yeah, you find people who've got the time and then do a, a joint, joint venture, venture with them. Okay. And if I was to set up somebody who wasn't experienced or was in their first deal or was early, I said, we're talking about a few million quid here and talked about how to fund it and everything else and giving maybe 50% away to somebody who can do the deal. They say, oh, I don't think that's right. I'm giving 50% away, blah, 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 blah. In the end, I'm going to create, you're saying, worst case, 50 grand profit after all costs. Best case, 100 grand. Uh, so I'll be left either, either 25,000 pounds a year or 50 grand a year, okay, if it's 100 grand. Uh, and I've given 50% away. Uh, I don't like that idea. I do. I'm telling you, I had those conversations. Uh, it just seemed like too much effort. I think, well, hold on a moment. This is the mindset thing. Look where you are now. Okay, you're creating an additional revenue, revenue stream, stream. Uh, and, and and you spoke about that previously, yeah. the, the importance of multiple, multiple streams of income. Yeah, 100%. Okay, which again is here today because I think it's one of the most important lessons uh, that I learned and I've seen people around me because success leaves clues. So I've been looking for those clues for a long time, as you know, Kirana, you have to. That's yeah. one of them, by the way. And uh, same with Buffett and Munger. And... Uh, but the guy who's really successful, who 50 grand to him, maybe 100 grand, is a insignificant, in is insignificant, okay, says, no, that you're right. Because he knows, slowly, slowly. Catchy monkey. Catchy monkey. It works, because he knows the fast stuff, usually, you get your fingers burnt. Yeah. Okay, sometimes it might work, most times it doesn't work, okay? and and he's now learned through experience, okay, he's in it for the long haul, yeah? Whereas most other people, unfortunately, who aren't there, say, oh, it's, it's not worth it. Well, I mean, I mean, let's expand that further. So, so, say it's the low end of the spectrum and it's 25 grand a year after all costs that you're making between profit two people, yeah. between two people. Yeah. You do 10 of those deals. Show me another, show me another deal where you're pa- almost passively earning with 10 of those deals quarter of a million pound a year and increase in capital capital appreciation over time and that 25 grand will probably go up as well if you time it right and and do some other stuff and i mean when when you think okay we know historically because you know learn from history don't repeat its mistakes if you can hold on to a property for longer than 20 years 
and yeah, long-term appreciation, yeah, house prices double every seven to ten years. So take my property. Even if it's 15 years. Even if it's 15 years. But take my property at 250 grand, that doubles to 500 grand. Take the property I saw at 30 million, that doubles to 60 million. Do you see what I mean? Just hold on. If you can get in at those prices, get in now. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. On that note, by the way, before we go into our topic, I think people don't spend as much time talking, conversing, uh, as they should do, and it's all on text messages and WhatsApp and all the other mediums and email and messenger. Yeah. Uh, which be, you, people lose this ability to... Communicate. Ne- communicate and negotiate. Yeah. I, mean, I don't mean negotiate about doing deals. Just generally, because every conversation, pretty much to some extent in a roundabout way, is a negotiation of something. Yeah. And I think there's also a degree of anxiety and fear actually having a conversation. Because over the last couple of weeks, I've had to have some difficult conversations with, with, with people at various levels of, of business. And some of them haven't liked to yeah. hear what I've got to say. I'm the only one that could say them. I'm the only one that had the knowledge and the backing to say them. Okay, cool. But if I wasn't able to have those conversations or wasn't confident in my own knowledge and being able to have those conversations, then how would problems get resolved? But that's a building yeah. block as well, by the way, Kieran. Yeah, okay. communication. Communi- communication, but with that, which is more important... Because uh, I, I, I would uh, go down or deeper a level or two and say, get comfortable having those difficult conversations. Yeah, I, I agree. No, mm. nobody likes having them. It's, it's. I mean, I say nobody. There's going to be somebody out there that, that yeah, en- enjoys but the majority it, but, don't. But the majority of people yeah. don't enjoy. Yeah, it's if if your child's naughty, you don't enjoy. You know, Karen, you're right, and the more that I've learned. The more that I've compromised on those things, the more it's cost me overall. Yeah. That's my experience. Different people might have a different experience. Somebody can uh, share that. Um, yeah, by no all means. Okay. But it's, it's, okay. it's, it's been my yeah. experience yeah. that yeah. you when you see people compromise on having those conversations, telling their child no or, yeah. no, you can't do this because it's not nice, it's naughty, it's wrong, yada, 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 yeah. yada, yada. When you compromise on because you don't want to have that difficult conversation, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, you don't want to upset them, but when you compromise on doing that because it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, then the knock-on effect goes to society a lot of the time. And, and, and suddenly it's, you know, the next time, the next time, the next time. You compromise who you are, okay? And a, a, a building block linked with that, okay, is all about identity and values and having clarity that was my first point, really, uh, on uh, people being very clear. Sorry, did I take are. us down a rabbit hole? No, no, I think it was <laughs> my fault this time uh, for a change. Uh, well, but it's I nice blame to hear you, you admit no, it. No, but I blame you because you've influenced that over the years. Uh, so it's still your fault by the overall. Always. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll yeah, take that. Yeah. 
But uh, so is somebody else's fault, isn't it? It's always somebody it's else's fault, is it? I mean, yeah. when do we ever do anything wrong? No, 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 I, no. I, I am a perfect individual. Yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> but having the difficult conversations doesn't mean being awkward. No, and it doesn't mean uh, being rude or abrupt. Okay, uh, and there's other words I could use for that. Yeah, uh, but I won't do here. Uh, it just means. Addressing something, nipping it in the bud before it gets worse. Or becomes a bit bigger, and bigger does, problem. And, and people leave and then it becomes a bigger problem. Uh, so I think it's important to have that. But you were talking about pies and slices and shares. Uh, yes. Earlier. Yeah. Um, so there's, uh, you know, going back to the example you gave where, you know, 25,000 split, split two ways. 25 yeah, so each. Yeah. 25 each. And... Yeah, and we've both heard people say, oh, but but that means I'm giving away 50%. Yeah, what's of, the point of doing that? What's the point? I'm giving away too much. And that's a very selfish point of view. And you're doing yourself a disservice because only by working together can you do bigger deals. Unless you are vastly wealthy in the first place. But if you're vastly wealthy in the first place, you're already following these tenants anyway. So... It's it. This is this becomes circular. If you're if you're not wealthy but you're selfish, then you want to hold everything for yourself. You want it to be yours. You want it to you want to be in control. All the rest of it, and people aren't going to work with you. You're not going to want to work with anyone else because it means giving away half of your profits. Okay, well, let me ask you this. I'm going to give you a pie. In that pie is your profits. Now you can choose to have a hundred percent of the small pie. Or ten percent of the big pie. The small pie is worth ten pound. The big pie is worth a thousand pound. Which do you want? Well, do you want to take the ten percent? It's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing that people always gloss over. They're like, "Oh yeah, but I want a hundred percent of the big rather pie." Rather have ten percent of something than hundred percent of nothing. Because hundred percent nothing is nothing. Yeah. And people just can't can't let go. No, I've just seen it. So I'm. Mean, this is real. I mean, uh, in, my, in my own life, oh, okay, yeah. with, in business, where you try and convince people, and think, and think, uh, there's got to be more here. I think, but this is a really good deal. I'm telling you, I would do it, but it's your deal. Okay, whatever it might be, whether it's a, it's a business or or something else. Yeah. Okay, I mean, last week I had uh, someone approach me and he's looking to. We were talking about scaling up, and I think we uh, two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, I did an episode on uh, how to buy a business without using your own money, yeah. which is what I shared with this client. Okay, and he's a pretty smart guy. You know who he is, uh, and a very smart guy, in fact. And uh, he went away and found a deal. So I said, "Okay, let me." He said, "But how do I structure it?" So I, I told him through you know, the steps again, which I, I covered most of them uh, on uh, the episode a couple of weeks ago. I said. This, 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 and this is how you're going to make it work, and this was going to happen, and this is how the money flows and everything else. And he said, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, and they said, uh, I'm going to go away now, and he's, he's, he's coming in on Wednesday to talk about uh, getting the person who's selling uh, to agree the heads of terms. Simple as that. He could have made a fuss, ah, oh, this sounds complicated, and I've got to find somebody, and then you're talking about this concept here, and then this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. Who would do this? I wouldn't do this. Uh, who cares if you wouldn't do it? Just because you wouldn't do it, whoever you may be, 
doesn't mean everybody else won't do it. Don't try and be other people because you're not. Yeah. Do you know what and I mean? But you get that so many times. But okay, but I wouldn't use that piece of marketing. Wouldn't work on me. Really? A, you're not your customer or client or patient. Uh, B, it's probably working all the time. You just haven't realised. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but just because you won't do it, look at your client base. Are they like you? Not always. Not always. Not always. Well, I mean, because you say, oh, and again, kind of going for open tangent here, but I'll, I'll come back. Uh, it's people say, oh, my clients, they're a pain in the so and so. Okay, they don't pay on time. They don't do this. Time, they don't do things on time. Always blah blah. And say, oh, okay, uh, who took them on? You did. It's not their fault. It's your fault for taking him on. I think it was Peter Drucker, I think he was, and I can't remember, but don't hold me to it, uh, who said that clients... Need managing. Need managing, like children, but are a direct reflection of the business owner. Yeah. Depending on how disciplined you are, how, how you structure and manage your business, because this is an important building block here, helps you dictate, define the type of clients you take on. Because if it's not compliant, what do you do? Say okay? Or say, one and only chance, by the way, if you're not, if this is how we work, and you were told this when you joined, okay, yep. you came into with your, with your eyes open, we've done what we said we would do for you, but if you do this again, okay, it's a one-way exit. Yeah. Most people don't do it, they compromise. Don't have that difficult conversation. It's not that difficult to have, but don't have that difficult conversation. Just leave it. And then all of a sudden, they're working day and night, okay? Every hour God sends and think, well, this isn't working. Well, you allowed them to do this to you. Yeah. Okay, you, you, the minute you, you, you compromise that, it's a slippery slope. And, and then, you know, on top of that, you, get, and you end up in a fear loop. Oh, I can't have that conversation with them now. It's been too long. No, you can and you need to. I don't want to have that conversation with them. They're an important client. Oh, I like them. I don't don't want to lose them as a client. I'm going to lose... The business is going to lose money. Well, by doing work for nothing, you're already losing money. That's the interesting one, though, because, as you know, I've told you, but uh, is... I used to go up and down the country coaching consulting, I don't know, 3,000 consultations. Uh, Oh, there's a really important client, two out there here, but I don't really like them. Let's do some analysis. So we do the analysis, margins, blah, 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 whatever. On most of them, they weren't making as much money as they thought they were. Revenue, yes. Margins, profit, no. And then, okay, let's look at your top 10% of your customers. Most of those, by profit, not by turnover. Most of those don't feature there. Usually none of them feature there. Most of them don't feature there. But get rid of them. Well, now now they're armed with that information, by the way, Kieran. Now they're open saying, okay, Okay. Yeah, let's do that conversation. And now let's find a way of getting better people in. I mean, some some shit don't do it. Oh, that's a, a hundred and fifty grand or whatever, or um, sometimes a few million, by the way, okay, off my top line. And oh, I don't think I could afford that. Mm, you carry on. I've given the information. You know, you can take them. Take it or leave it. You can lead a host to water, but you know, you can't make a drink. Then, so uh, people don't want to do that. And then a, a building block of that is you've got to be fearless. Yeah. Whether you are or not, you've got to acquire that skill, learn that skill. Simple as that. If you don't, not willing to, you're not going to. Well, it's it's be as successful. Yeah, I mean, and I think p- people misunderstand fearlessness as as an overall thing. When 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 you actually look at it, I mean, I do things that scare me. Yeah, you know, 
and well, you're here. Well, well, this is it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, now you're a pro, but the first day you were stuttering yeah. and shivering. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very very different man. Very different. That's man. not true. Um, but yeah. no, seriously, I I do things that scare me, and there'll be that little voice in the back of my head that says, "This is terrifying. Uh, you're going to mess this up." You, 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 Why you do you listen to Shaz? I knew what, this was what, a bad idea. And He's got me to do this again. <laughs> yeah, all, all of those yeah. things, but. It's having that self-discipline and... And the belief. We're coming back to personal discipline again, self-management, to go, yes, I am scared. I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that fear, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Face the fear and do it anyway. Um, There's a book title in there. Oh, there is, but we can't (laughs) share share that here. Yeah. Yeah, it's got some Fs in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, feel the fear and then, yeah. Yeah. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, here's, here's a very important one, by the way, uh, which most people miss. One is people think that wealth happens in a vacuum. Yeah. And it doesn't. No. But with that vacuum, what they also do, Karen, is they make it sequential. I'll do this, then I'll do that. Then I'll do that, and I'll do that. And the reason why I'm not sharing an example is if I share an example of what this, that, that, that is, it won't apply to everything. It person, different people, it's, it's, it's different things. Uh, but what they do don't... Do them all at once. Uh, yeah? <laughs> Sorry? Do them all at once. Yes, you do them all at once, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. So I know. It's not sequential, simultaneous. Yes. And yes, you've got a lot of paid plate spinning. You've seen some of the stuff that... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I get up to know that stuff, and you sometimes you know, I think... What the hell am I doing? Okay. Uh, and uh, it just gets piled on and on and on and on and on. Uh, but it's going to be... And some of it works and some of it doesn't work. And Sometimes you break a plate. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be about that. That's fine. Because, I mean... Yeah, not everything works. And over the last 20 years, I've seen the really successful ones lose some big money. But I've seen them make it as either back, make it back, or at the same time, make a lot more. Yeah, and that builds their uh, resilience into not being fearful. Because once you, you've lost ten grand, for example, and ten grand is a big deal, now you're not that scared of losing ten grand. I've already done you, it. You don't want to exactly. You know what I mean? Then yeah. you, you next time, okay, and if then you, and the best thing is you can think, how do I make that back now? Yeah. Okay, uh, and if you're smart about it, you will. And the next time you're not that scared of l- losing ten thousand, and maybe the ten thousand could be fifty thousand. Maybe you might even say, well. I think I might even be okay up to 100 grand. So you're building, you're, building you're getting out of comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean off, off, off the back of that, I mean, three, three, three things that sprung into my brain while you, while you were talking about that. Uh, the first one is Michael Jordan has missed more shots than anyone else, but he took more shots. Yeah. That's why he's, you know, widely you miss regarded. You 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep. It's, but it's why he's widely regarded as the greatest of all time. Now that's up to but people can have their own opinion on that. But I'm well, just, I like Michael. I I I, I do. I kind of grew um, up with him. As in, yeah. not with him, but you but, know, yeah, seeing yeah. him, see, seeing in him his his, in his prime. But like you say, you miss 100 percent of the shots you never take. He took more shots than anyone else. He missed more shots than anyone else, but he took more. Um, the other one was. Uh, I've completely forgotten. It's gone out of my head. But well, while you think about that... Oh, uh, that was it. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, scrimp, save, find a way, travel first class once. 
Yeah, and then you do forever because what I tell people because you know why you get taste for it. Yeah, and thirst for it. But no, you're about you're right. But then you'll find a way to do it again. And you know what? When I say cause, and okay, uh, I mean you know I used to have a Rolls Royce Ghost. Yeah, beautiful uh, car. And I always say to people, you know, and it doesn't have to be a Rolls Royce by the way, uh, but get into a car you want. Yeah, whichever manufacturer dealership. I miss my Jaguar. And yeah, and your brand <laughs> Jaguar, but. Sit in it and smell the leather. Yeah. Okay. Test drive it. Because that now, okay, is going to create some level of excitement and ambition in you. Yeah. If you happen to like cars. Yeah. If you don't, find the other thing, whatever the other thing might be. Okay. okay. And all of a sudden, just like the thing of first class, because uh, people say to me, okay, I'm thinking of traveling business class, should I? I say, Absolutely, do it. But but remember one thing: you're not ever gonna, never ever gonna enjoy economy again. By the way, so just let's make a plan here to make sure that you're always on business class. Yeah. Okay. And by all means, I mean this is my personal uh, feeling experience about it. Different people have different uh, feelings about it. Uh, I think the extra is worth the extra. I, I agree. On I agree. Classes. It is. Whereas somebody said, "Oh no, it's it's, it's a thousand pounds to travel to X, and you're paying three or three and a half grand. That two and a half grand, I can go then. I'll I'll spend it on food or whatever else. That's fine. That's up to you. That works for you. Fine. Okay. Uh, but because people find, and then I'm gonna spend two and a half grand on extra no, that no, week no. on food Not or whatever along there. Therefore, but it's just, uh, different people but think differently. But, but it, it's a mindset thing more than a physical of experience thing. If you know what I mean. So so. It is a mindset thing. It's the abundance mindset. If I say I've got to spend three and a half grand to travel first class, okay, I'll find a way to make that back. There's plenty of money out there. I yeah. can make. I can make that. That's and not. Some, that's yeah. not and a problem. Some, yeah. Oh wait, no, that three and a half grand. That's that's a lot of money, Shaz. Um, it's 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 only eight hundred pound for 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 the economy ticket. I'll, I'll spend the. I'll say, because um, because now I'm saving myself two two and a half grand. On that ticket price because I'm traveling economy. Are you saving it? Really? I mean, you're, you're now saying you don't have it to spend in the first place. I'm saying I'll find the money. It'll be fine. And there's a deeper conversation on the anything. And again, some people will agree and some won't, Kieran. Okay. It's about being good to yourself because we're all good at beating ourselves up. Oh, it's yeah. About, it's about perceived self-worth. Yeah. And yeah. and I am I I. I but so just interrupt. We've got a question here from someone who says, "I have a question. Can you please answer it for me?" Sure thing. Go for it. Please. What's go the for question? It. Um, I'm just hopefully they're, they're yeah, yeah. all just listening, so they'll share it. But share it quickly, please, because we only have about five or six minutes remaining. Uh, but it's about self worth. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing about entrepreneurship. Uh, just very quickly, is people say they always pay themselves last, and they are sometimes. I don't get paid and blah, 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 whatever. No, so pay yourself pay, first. Pay yourself first. Yeah, pay yourself first. And think you're, you're worth it and you'll travel business class and you've earned it and you deserve it and, and, and everything else. Okay? Uh, tell that story to yourself and watch the magic unfold. Yeah. yeah. People think there's some kind of mystery to it. There's no, there's no mystery to it. It just changes your life. It changes your life, the whole thing. The question is uh, from A1. Yeah. I've started a successful business. Well That's done. good. And now other people are copying my marketing, but doing it in uh, a haram, uh, which means kind of not permitted 
Why? Uh, in a way, okay. Uh, uh, am I part of the sin that they do despite my marketing efforts being halal as in permitted, not showing women without hijab, no music, etc. Uh, appreciate what you're doing. I'm not sure what that last kind of comment means about uh, no music, etc. But I assume he's saying in his marketing. Uh, so this is somebody obviously uh, who follows his personal belief being Muslim. So there's things that are permitted in the beach. Yeah. Permitted. Uh, which I know you understand, Kira, which for some of the other people who might be listening. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm with and, you. And uh, he's saying people are copying, he's marketing, but doing it in a different way. But that's not anything the, bad for him. No, I mean, what you're doing, I, I, would, I, would say, I would say to you, our listener there, is that if you've got a successful business and you're doing well and it's all going halal and, yeah, you're doing... Kosher. All, all, oh, all kosher, kosher, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then, then you do you, boo. Focus on yourself. Don't worry about what the re- – because you can't control the rest of the world. So don't try to. Accept that there are other people out there that they're going to do what they're going to do, and you can't control that. But if you can go it's, – uh, it's, it's like we say um, – you've said before about, um, about uh, tax is, is it legal? Is it ethical? And can you sleep at night? That's right. As long as you've got those three things and you know you are a good person doing good, don't okay. worry about the rest of the world. Let them do them. You do you. That's right. Because, yeah, so, and, and what they do, by the way, is not reflective your problem of you. or reflective of you or you're doing. You just, you just carry on doing yourself. They're copying you. By the way, it's good that they're copying you. You're doing something, something right. right. Okay, yeah. so do more of it and go for it. Imitation yeah. is the sincerest form yeah. of flattery. And you're not going to be judged for what other people do anyhow. Uh, so don't let that affect you or uh, in any way you know, take up too much of your thinking. Uh, focus on, like you said, Kieran, for focusing yourself and do, yeah. and do that stuff. So we've talked about uh, sequential and simultaneous. We talked about slow and long journey. Always have a long-term view. We talked about small and incremental steps, which is important, okay, and thinking in the long haul. We've talked about multiple streams of income. Just taking up my, yeah. my list just to yeah, make sure yeah. we, we, we cover it. Uh, we've talked about this here. We've talked about the, what leads to financial freedom, perseverance. My last thing, and we've got three minutes, unless somebody else, and the chap says, well, I say chap, the person, sorry, uh, says, thank you, appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, you're uh, most welcome. Says, Since the salam, so most to welcome. you. Uh, and uh, is synergy, and this is partly into the, the, the example uh, I shared earlier, is thinking, what does somebody else have that I don't have, which might be a natural fit or not so natural fit, an yeah. extension to my business, okay, which helps us create synergy and possibly, what I, I call it 10x growth, okay, and that's been used by quite a few people nowadays, uh, but it, it will X your growth, whether it's 3x or 5x or 10x or whatever, yeah. okay, and people miss that, and the reason why they miss that uh, is they don't, again, want to give something away. Yeah. No, and, uh, absolutely. Giving it away, okay? Because someone's got stuff that you're not selling, but they've got customers who will buy your stuff. They've got customers who will buy your stuff. You've got customers who will buy their stuff. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And you think, Work let's together. link this into some kind of a partnership. Not always easy to do, okay? No. And I don't mean a formal partnership, but an, uh, a mutual understanding, okay? Uh, and 
I've seen I've seen it so many times. The, the Americans are better at, at us, by the way. Yeah. They call it affiliate marketing, okay? Yeah. Uh, but it's not. It's not. This is more than that. Uh, but that adds a lot of bottom line profit, Kieran. Oh. And it's a important uh, building block. Once you get to have uh, a a place where you're looking at simultaneous and not sequential. Yeah. Okay. We've got Faisal who says, better to have a good mutual understanding and regular referrals. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I think the other thing that is really important to have is a plan. Show me a top, top, 100, top 100 business, top 500 business um, that doesn't have a one-year plan, a three-year plan, a five-year plan, a ten-year plan. Go, or the go, Chinese who yeah, yeah. Go, think go. about centuries as yeah. opposed to yeah. years and decades. Go, but go, go around your friendship circle. Ask people where they want to be in five years. I know where that. I'd want to be in five years. Yeah. You know where you want to be in five years. Yeah. We've got those plans in place. Yeah. And just yeah. to, to kind of touch on Faisal's point, there's a way to cultivate uh, referrals. Yeah, there one is. One is hoping your clients send them, and if you do a good job, yes, they do. But one is give to arming them, tooling them with helping you get more referrals. And one of the most important things most people don't do enough, Kieran, is once you get a referral, how do you reward the person who's giving you the referral so they do more of it? Yeah. Because we just expect it. Oh, they're a client of mine. I do a good job. Oh, it's their job to refer. No, it's not. They're not on your sales team. They're not on your payroll. They're not paying you. And this is, the, I'm, I'm, this is not the word festival, by the way. He makes a very good point and he's very smart about this stuff. That's why he mentioned it. But a lot of people don't uh, thank Encourage it or thank them. In, in, in the right way, by the way. So, no, no, yeah. I mean, a handwritten thank you note is, is something, but there's more to do. Mm-hmm.